I, I'm an inventor. You're not an inventor. I have a million ideas for things. But that doesn't mean you're an I inventor. Just I, I just don't know how to implement it. You're an idea man. I'm an, I'm idea, I'm an idea man who comes up with inventions. All right, and welcome to another episode of Here's My Idea. I'm Brian One. I'm Brian Two at the moment. We'll see. That's true. The field goal kicking challenge is to be determined. I'm recording here from the new studio in my new apartment somewhere in Manhattan. There aren't a lot of field goal posts in Manhattan. I don't know if you've ever been, but uh, it's not an easy place to kick a field goal. This seems like your problem. I'm, I'm, I'm going to start putting a time limit on this thing if you don't kick it soon. At some point, we'll meet up. We made the, what was it, 20 tries from 40 yards, and I'm going to bury it, and I'm going to stay Brian one. Brian, you realize that it's getting harder and harder because it's going to start being winter, and you're going to have wind resistance and the snow. You think I'm going to go out there in the snow? Yeah. Why would I pick? Who am I, Adam Vinatieri? That I'm kicking. If you wait long enough, you're going to have to. I, I guess we'll see. You know who I am? I'm Larry Legend. Lawrence Pines himself never miss a big field goal. Loves to nail a forty yarder. That LT. You know, LT follows me on Twitter. I do know that. It's amazing. Yeah. He follows you on Twitter. Yeah. I have no idea why. So Brian, um, where can the folks where where can the folks at home, the broad guys, where can they find us on Instagram? Right now, we're only at Here's My Idea podcast on Instagram. We don't have right. any other social media links yet, still. I thought we we're on Snapchat. Are we not on Snapchat? No, we're not on Snapchat. You can Snapchat me, folks, if you want. I'm very lonely, so feel free to send some things in. Uh, What's your Snapchat? I don't even know. I think it's probably Bellberg, some variation on Bellberg, something like that. Uh, let me check. I have it right here. Yeah, Bellberg. There you go. All right. Uh, feel free to send some things in. But, Brian, let's get to the episode today. We're very lucky today, aren't we? Always lucky. We are always lucky. That's the right attitude. But today we are particularly lucky because we are joined by Dr. Andrew Wells from the USC Film School. He's an adjunct professor there, author of the best-selling book, Movie Bitch. Get out the way. It's an aggressive title there, Andrew, but it's a bestseller. I saw number seven on the New York Times bestseller list available on Amazon and wherever books are sold. Andrew, Dr. Wells, thank you for joining us. I'm thrilled to be here. Big fan of the show. So, Brian, what do you got for me today? So, remember when we used to go to movies? I do. It's a great, great time. I know, Brian, you're an AMC A-list member. I am an A-list member. And at the beginning of the movies at AMC, whenever they thank the A-list members, you've seen me do this, Brian. I like to stand up and, I like to stand up and really bask in being thanked. Anyway, I love going to the movie theaters, but I hate when people, when everyone else is around and they're making a lot of noises, they're talking, they're eating the, they're eating the candy with the little wrappers. It's annoying. I wish I could have my own theater to myself. I know that's really expensive. I know it's never going to happen. But I thought the next best thing would be to have silent headphones that you can purchase or bring on your own. So you can watch the movie on the big screen, have the seats, you know, but not have to hear anyone else. And you can plug it in like an airline? Um, I feel you could either do Bluetooth or plug it in. I'm open to either. I know on airlines, I have like the little plug that has like two ports. That way you can only use them on the airplane. Makes sense. Now, um, Dr. Wells, I remember chapter 11 of your book was focused on, on how the socialization of people speaking during movies has changed over time, originating in the vaudeville era, of course. Can you elaborate on that? Yeah, it, it's definitely become more socially acceptable over the last... I'd say seven to 10 years of talking in the movie theater. It, it's just come with like, it might be, it must be a generational thing where just people just don't show respect to their fellow man in the movie theater. And it's just become a problem. It's become a problem. And 
Brian's idea has been a widely discussed idea in the movie theater industry, as I've been told by my sources. Let me tell you, Brian. So I love the I, I love the premise, right? That you we don't I don't like people talking in the movies either. Um, and I think that I like the idea you plug in headphones. But let me say this, maybe to build on the idea a little bit. If let's say there's 30 people at a movie, if 20 of them have their headphones in quality noise canceling headphones, can the other 10 people then talk? Because you can't hear them because you have the headphones on. Well, I think you, they still can't talk, but I think they would like still do it, you know, as if it's like a normal movie. Got it. So they're treating the movie like it's a normal movie, but you you have headphones on, so you're less bothered by it. But if they're good quality headphones and the movie is like somewhat loud, you're not going to hear them at all. True. My my only thought about this is that movies where it's kind of like a group event, like some of these Avenger movies where you want to hear other people laughing or other people like exclaim. I've seen some girls cry in <laughs> movies before That's you mind people who cry during movies i'm a big movie crier like visually and like like you could hear them i think it probably depends on the movie what are your top yeah you, you've never cried during a movie i've teared up but i've never like fully cried sobbing so i'll give you a, I, I i'll cry in my book. book what's up i said that i said that's chapter 13 in my book emotions of the movie theaters it's a good title for, for a book on things about the movies. It's a chapter, not a, not a, not a book title. Yeah, but every chapter is presumably has something at the movies in your book. Yeah, I guess it's like saying Chinese food in China. Yeah. yeah no, you're right. You're really? right. I'll, movies. I'll have my editor help me come up with a better title. In the second edition. Uh, so. See, I figure this is like, imagine like, a, like the price of like a 3D movie ticket. I imagine it's like that. Where it's just like a little bit more, but you get the headphones. Yeah. So my only concern with what you're saying, where like some people can watch it with headphones and some people can't, wouldn't be like I'm not an audio engineer by any means, but like wouldn't it maybe not like match from like what you're listening to in your ear and then what's actually being played on the screen? And like even if they even do or don't, it doesn't matter. Wouldn't you like get like an echoey kind of noise and wouldn't it like kind of be annoying to like hear? The, the noise coming out from like the, the speakers of the movie, you know, unless they're like completely covering your ear silent headphones, but it sounded like you were talking similar ilk to airline earbuds. That's fair. I mean, maybe we just have to make it that that specific theater is a headphone theater. And everyone in it's an that, all or nothing situation. Yeah. Everyone in that theater is going to be wearing headphones. Here's the problem with that though the kind of people that are selling, you're saying people go to the headphone theater if they don't want people talking. Mm-hmm. But couldn't you accomplish the same goal by just saying, this is a no talking theater and you're going to get your shit kicked in if you talk during this movie. I think people would still talk. Brian, it's not even the talking. It's the eating of the popcorn, eating of the food, drink, like drinking from the soda bottle. You know? That was very Larry David of you. I'm going to give you a compliment and tell you that that was very... It's, uh, That's that the problem. Something. It's not the talking. I think, what about this... Maybe if you're saying it's not the talking, okay, I guess. I've always thought this would be something, right? There are some movies where you shouldn't be talking, right? If you see 1917, I don't know, a war movie, World War I movie, probably shouldn't be talking during that. But there are some movies where I feel like, like you were saying earlier, Brian, about the Marvel movies or some comedies, where like talking and making jokes about what's going on is part of the experience. 
I mean, the only times where I fully expect talking and all this noise and everything is if I go see like a Pixar movie or something because I'm entering the kids' world and it's their theater and I'm entering that and I have to expect a certain level of noise. But if the kids are joining into my world and seeing like a movie like Iron Man or like The Dark Knight or something, right? that's when they, sh- they shouldn't be allowed and like not. Should this idea be... Should, should this idea be genre affiliated? So like certain genres have headphone options and certain ones don't. Like a comedy, you don't need headphones because everybody's laughing and making noises and whatever. But like a serious movie, like a drama, that's where the headphones would really come into play. Also, speaking of Pixar, I did cry during Toy Story 3. That's another, that is that was the one I, I was going to say before. Yeah. I, 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 was in, I was graduating high school when Andy was graduating high school. As was I. I, yeah, right. You're, you're, you're right. So, like, I really felt that at the time. On uh, this topic also, by the way, what are you guys' thoughts on clapping at theaters? I know my brother is a big against clapping in theaters. It, it's, it, it's silly. It's so funny. I can see Andrew clapping as a, as a mock clapping. Like, I can see him clapping at a movie theater to mock people who would clap at a movie theater. But... No, clapping is pointless at a movie theater. Like, who are, sometimes who, you just get who's enjoying your applause. Who's receiving your applause? No, nobody can hear it. It's about the communal experience of of you feel joy having having being given the gift of an excellent film, and then you just move to clap. Like, and and then it's sort of this whole thing of like, and it's kind of a way that you can check in with everybody. Like when I saw Parasite, saw it early, by the way. You know, whatever. Uh, after the movie people just kind of started clapping so then everyone kind of knew like yeah that was unbelievable that movie and it's not so much that you're giving someone it's you're not applauding a person like on a stage obviously but it's just about you're you're moved to clap and you get to share that experience with everyone but what about during the movie like if something happens and people start clapping again you're moved to i don't know it's part of like it's if it's like an, i assume you're talking about like avengers movies and stuff like that sure like say say avengers I don't know. I'm sorry. My point is, I don't know. Sometimes you just move to clap and it's kind of just part of the fun of the movie. Like in Creed, for example, I saw, I remember seeing Creed in movies in, in the theaters and people are like really cheering. Like it's a real fight. And it kind of in that, in that sense enhances the experience of the movie. So that's where I feel like we can take your idea, Brian, and build on it. We can say, if you don't want to talk at all, you want no noise, you're going to go to the headphone theater. If you're into seeing this movie with audience participation, go to this movie. Yeah, I, I mean, I think that's fair. I think you just need two separate theaters. I think that's the only really real way to, to do it. You know, like if I'm going to the movie theater by myself, I don't need a, I don't need to go to a non-headphone one because I'm not there with anyone else talking to people. I'm just there for the movie. So you have two theaters. Let's just say that they're next door to each other in the movie theater. One is they're playing the same movie at the same time. One has headphones, the other doesn't. That that that's your that's your proposal. Yeah, and I would say. I would probably pay, like, I don't know. I'd probably pay, like, $5 for the experience, $5 more. I guess movie theaters do kind of do that in some ways where they give you the 2D and the 3D option. You can't... 2D, 3D, IMAX. Like if you're well, IMAX, is, IMAX is a whole other thing. I, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about just, like, a normal movie theater. But... As long as we're on the topic of movies, in my opinion, 3D and IMAX are never worth it. But you know what is worth it? The, the Dolby thing. Dolby surround sound or whatever it is. It's like that where like your, the seats vibrate and the, the head the speakers are like here. And when I'm saying here, it's a podcast, but like they're, you know, almost like they're like behind you 
any movie that uh, I'm excited for, I see it in IMAX. I hate 3D, but I always see it in IMAX. Yeah, I, I agree with Brian. I think Brian, Brian 2, current Brian 2, potential Brian 1. Um, I think that the 3D is pointless. 3D is a waste of your money. But I don't think I've ever had a Dolby experience. At least Dolby I, is worth it. Dolby is the only. I don't know if I've done it on purpose or, or by accident. Like if I like when did it happen to be that or, but IMAX can be worth it depending on the movie for sure. But it's interesting. Like you're you're like it just. I'm trying to think of like almost like you want to do like a silent disco, but for movie theaters, which I'm I think is exactly. actually really, that's exactly what I want. But the only problem is if you don't have the headphones on for whatever reason, like if you have to talk to your friend or, or you we're know. We're not talking. We're at the movies. That's the point. No, but the whole, I feel like the whole point is that like you can speak to your friends if you take your headphones off and people won't hear you, which is good. You're not distracting anybody. You're not, you know, getting in their, getting in their ear space or anything like that. But then you may miss out on the movie. I think that that's the, I think that that's the one thing that doesn't make this a perfect idea. As someone who likes to tell a lot of jokes, you got to have a really good joke about the movie. If you're taking off your headphones, getting your friend to take off their headphones just to be like, yeah, that was like your aunt Susan. And then you're like, all right, great, put the headphones back on. But what if it's a serious movie? Or what, if, what if it's one of the Marvel movies where they all connect from like a, a, a billion different angles? Like there's eight movies happening concurrently in Marvel. You don't want to talk to your friend about like what could that could mean for the next movie or something afterwards. I'll tell, you about after. little, I'll tell you how little I want to talk about that. I don't even see the Marvel movies. Oh, I don't either. I, I, I hate the Marvel movies. I'm just using right, rock on. My, I think what would be kind of cool also is uh, you know how like music like Queen, like they have, they, they kind of like go back and forth between each headphone when you're listening to it. I feel like movies can get really into that too. In That's a way. really good idea with headphones. That's a fun experience. Like I, I think Bohemian Rhapsody does that. If that's what you're referring to from Queen. Yeah, that I think Killer Queen also. But I think like, I think some way maybe if like the person to the left of the screen, maybe you hear it from like your left earbud. They might do that already, but it may be more in- enhanced with the headphones, which I'm totally on board with. They do that with the Dolby, but it would be better with the headphones. Where like you see a bullet, like if a bullet is shot, you can kind of hear it start over here on on your right side, and then you hear it like. You know, go over to your left side. That wasn't a good bullet noise, but you get the point. Uh, so, problem with that, though, you guys are both going to laugh at this, and feel free to edit out, but problem with that is I have this very weird thing with, with my right ear. It, it, it's the weirdest thing. If I'm listening to headphones, on, if I have headphones in both my ears, and I only hear a sound that comes out of the right ear and not the left, I get this really weird shiver down my back. Like, it, 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 I'm not the only person that has this. I've Googled it. It's a real thing. I don't know what it's called, but people have had this issue before where, like, let's say you whisper in my right ear. I get this, like, weird shiver down my back. That sounds like, exciting. I wish I had that. It, it, it's, it's, it's really weird. Like, it's not bad. I mean, it can, it, 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 it's, it's, like, it's like a tickle. Like, so, and I, like, it, 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 it's weird, but, it, but it's not a bad thing. And I feel like that if, if it's like enhanced at the movie theater, like I, somebody behind me could be seeing me go like this. And like, what the hell's wrong with that guy? <laughs> you know, for, for people who can't see this because this is a podcast, I, I kind of just like, like lunged up in my seat. It, it, I look very weird. It, it, it's a thing. It's definitely a thing. I've That's never cool. heard no, of that before. This may be a personal problem, but not a lot of people have. <laughs> I, I'll be an anomaly, but I, I just, I'm, I'm, 
I'm worried about a little bit about my experience. Yeah, you're spreading awareness. I appreciate it. It's always yeah. good to have that on the podcast. <laughs> maybe a listener, maybe a bry guy could diagnose me. Maybe. We have a lot of uh, Dr. Bry guys, I believe. So, um... My only question is, if you two were going to do this, how much would you pay more for this experience? Good question. How much would you be willing to? I'm going to say 5 to $10. And the reason I'm giving a range is because I'll pay less for not well, so pay more for there. better headphones. Let me ask you this. A movie theater ticket is $15 standard. Let's say that, okay? Let's say IMAX is... Uh, $18, 3D IMAX is like $21. Mm-hmm. In that range, where would you put this? 19? 17 or 19? I think that's fair. I mean, I think it's on par with IMAX, I would say. Here's the, here's the issue, and I think that this is maybe good for your idea. This might be an enhancement for it. I agree with you guys, 17 to 19 is what I would pay for it. Here's the problem. You do this idea for a month, six months, now people know, if I go to the theater with no headphones, people are chit-chatting, throwing popcorn, eating really loud, talking, whatever. So now I like really need to go to the headphone theater. I worry that this idea would almost enhance the, uh, the misbehavior in the, in the non-headphone theater. And then I don't know if that means they can charge more or create more theaters and keep their price the same. I don't think that's what would happen. I think people would just watch movies as if they were just watch like, like normally. Like people still are paying to go see a movie. Yeah, I guess, but yeah. No matter what, people are going to drift towards the less expensive option. So if you spend like three less dollars or two less dollars and you don't have the headphones and you go to a, a movie theater that doesn't have a headphone experience, but let's say it's six months into your idea and people are talking a little bit more during the theater, like at that point it's you get what you pay for. You know, like if you like, if you don't want to spend that extra two or three dollars, you'll have people talking in the movie. But at that point, you sh- you'd be more or less okay with that. You know? Yeah, could be. Yeah. I agree. All right, Brian, should we summarize here? Sure. I think we basically settled in the fact that this will be the same price as an IMAX ticket, basically, and. We're gonna have two separate theaters: one for headphones, one without headphones. They're gonna be wired in. Done. Easy. I like it. I'm in on it. I think it was a good idea. Uh, Dr. Wells, any last comment? I mean, I definitely think that it's something I would participate in. So I think that it's a great, it's a great idea. I'm, I, would, I would definitely uh, pay that extra couple bucks. Sounds good. Well, Dr. Wells, thank you so much for joining us today. You can pick up Dr. Wells' book, Movie Bitch, Get Out the Way, on Amazon or wherever books are sold. Um, thank you again, Dr. Wells. Brian, I'll see you next week. Yeah, you better have kicked that football. Where, find me a fucking goalpost on 2nd Avenue and I'll kick it now, dude. I don't know where there's a goalpost. If there is a goalpost... I'm going to go on Google Maps. Yeah, check. I'm not positive. Manhattan and try to find a goalpost. You know where there could Go to be? Long Island. There's thousands of goalposts in Long Island. Or New Jersey. Or New Jersey. Brian, I'll be in New Jersey this weekend. Let's kick, the, let's kick a field goal. All right, Brian, next time you're in the city, we'll make a trip to Van Cortlandt Park and we'll kick some field goals. Brian, the babe they call Brian, he grew, grew, grew and grew, grew up.
arms and legs. 